You could stand at half cut and rep better than these guys. Oh, smart down, and it's called for another foul. Check, Taco. Come on. Taco's, Taco. Taco's having some fun here. We are back with another episode of From the Raptors. Sam and I are here recording on Monday, May 24th, in between games one and two of Celtics versus Nets in round one. Game one didn't necessarily go according to plan, but I'm going to jump right into it. I'm not too upset with game one, considering the first half at the very least. Obviously, the offense wasn't all there in the second half, but as a whole, I thought they fought pretty well uh, against a fairly stacked Nets team. So I'd, I'd love to know your really initial thoughts. I, I mean, yeah, I'm putting it lightly. Um, well... I I agree with you that there are good things from that game, but I'm still pissed because they missed a big time. What did I tell you guys on the pregame? I, I think I was doing three keys, and I literally said, you have to play a full game. I wouldn't be surprised if the Celtics come out on a hot start, and then they lose it. That's exactly what they did. But they, yeah. to their defense, they played really well defensively throughout the game. Yeah. The problem so was you can do against what did they score in that mid-range 15 points in the fourth quarter something like that like it was it like was 20 horrible. it was not good yeah no way they got that high yeah it was 20 I'm fairly sure it was they scored 20 in the first 21 in the third and then 20 in the fourth I, so horrible. three not great quarters and they, like you said they played well defensively it's just the it's offense just, wasn't there I'm pissed because I'm not so sure that they're gonna get another chance yeah at, at the very very least to steal another game yes on the road like i'm not saying that this means they'll get swept because i think we saw good things from them i think they showed us that they have uh they can play hard i mean they played extremely hard throughout the whole game you got a good performance from jabari parker um he was a surprise off the benchmark a smart played well in his role that's going to be larger this series, even though people don't like him shooting, he is he's probably going to have a game where he doesn't shoot well. People are going to be pissed. They're going to yep. say he shouldn't be shooting as much. But I'll tell you what, he played well in game one. He, he That's that's what they need him to do is just he's going to have to figure out how to impact the offense because they don't have Jalen Brown. Fournier didn't do anything. Jalen, uh, not Jalen, well, Jalen Brown did nothing too, sitting on the bench. <laughs> uh, Jason Tatum yeah. didn't do anything in the second half. Scored Kemba zero Walker field goals. Decided zero to field wait goals till, in the second half. Yeah, he waited till the game was over to make threes at the end. Mm-hmm. And they still only lost by eleven, and, and it, to me, it was really less than that. I mean, they were in the game. Yeah, yeah. See, I mean, you could you could flip it that way, which I, I agree with, and I understand. Like, oh, they're not going to always have this off night. You know, they'll bounce back and they'll be fine. I'm next talking week, about but at the same Brooklyn, time, too, they're, they're not going to have exactly. Off night uh, that's what I was going to say. In in. Celtics and I'm sorry if I'm interrupting you, but I you're good. In the Celtics defense, they had a they they had a hand in Brooklyn's off night. I mean, Robert Williams had nine yeah. blocks. Oh, yeah. He was excellent. I didn't even mention him. Clown me. Um, he was excellent, incredible franchise record for blocks in a playoff game. They were scared to shoot around him. Literally one for 13, 14 when he was defending guys. He was excellent. Um, he's gonna play tomorrow. That is what they say. He he was everything that every player on the team should be. And I, I don't think that they, you know, 
the control what you can control thing is a big deal. Brad Stevens, he will say it. I bring it up as a key on the pregame, but it's true. And and they to to their credit pretty much did control what they could control. The only issue I have is I think they settled a lot in the fourth quarter when they were struggling for jumpers. But they weren't getting calls on the inside, which I mean it wasn't that skewed. It's funny early on I said to my dad we were watching the game. I said, "You watch, like they're getting calls now." it's going to flip completely. It's just always how it happens. They mm-hmm. they will get a favorable whistle early, or whoever does, and then it flips. Yeah, no. I mean, Robert Williams blocked eight of the 13 shots that were put up on him, and he <laughs> blocked one shot that he, he was on a guy that wasn't even guarding. So uh, he blocked eight of 13. What's that percentage? Let me do some quick maths. Um, out like of all 70. of the shots... No, it's not. It's like 67. 61.5%. Robert Williams blocked 61% of the shots that were taken on him. That's he has an more absurd number. field goals in his career. Did you see that <laughs> yeah. stat today? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it, it, it's so. like, it's such a shame that they wasted such a dominant defensive performance from uh, Robert Williams, obviously. But, I mean, as a whole, the team played great on defense. So, it, it was fairly yeah, annoying the to problem. see them waste it. Yes. That's what I'm saying. But, I feel like they... that. I, I'm not saying I don't think they can win at the Garden because I, I do think they played really well yesterday. and Yesterday, Saturday. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm used to last game, one, last one day in between. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I think they played well. I think they gave a good effort. They showed us some stuff, and they played a, they kind of played a bad game offensively at, at the least, you know? And yeah. One thing I don't get is Tristan Thompson. Why is he why, – why are they switching everything when it's not necessary? I understand yeah. the switch everything philosophy, but if you're not getting hit by somebody, if you're not getting stuck on a screen, then like, why are you just conceding that? It's frustrating because he got cooked. And I, I will say, on the other hand, it does, I guess in some aspect, it does entice the Nets into bad shots. Because some of those looks they were getting on Tristan Thompson, yeah, they cooked them, but they weren't necessarily good looks. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they You're funneled right. them to the paint. They got step back looks. They're like, oh, Tristan Thompson's on me. Let me do some stupid shit. Which I'm not saying that is an excuse to switch. I don't like think that, they're I do still think it's bad, game. but I would hope so. But I'm talking about Brooklyn. They, <laughs> yeah, I don't no, think yeah. Brooklyn is gonna play. I I don't understand why they didn't just drive on him every single time. Yeah, I mean that's James Harden for you, and it's just like it doesn't make any sense. But from the perspective of the Celtics had an off shooting night. If they can play that good of defense and then have an on shooting night, they'll be fine. I agree with that to some degree. I just think, like you mentioned, like I mentioned, I don't think Brooklyn's going to have another off shooting night because as good of defense as the Celtics played, the Brooklyn Nets also missed a ton of easy shots. Like you're not going to have all three of their big three. They combined to shoot, I think, three of twenty four from deep or five of twenty four. Like that's not going to happen. Like even if they're contested, like those guys are going to make those shots. So it's it's tough to waste a game like that, but also want to say from the perspective of i just want them to go out there and try to put a fight put up a fight they did that they, no, they didn't they did. go down you know it was a saying? respectable so, game yeah and, and like tristan thompson <clears throat> excuse me in his press conference today he basically was like i mean if you got Kyrie irving james harden and kevin durant i would hope they're going out there with confidence what the fuck are you talking about someone asked him like are you concerned that the nets are just have all the swagger and think they can just discard you and he was like i mean they have three of the best players in the league i would hope they're confident like what are you talking about bro so it's just this all the odds are stacked against the celtics and it's just i, I want them to take a game maybe two I, realistically i don't think they win the series maybe they prove me wrong maybe they pull off a miracle but like 
from from what we saw in game one, I'm somewhat more hopeful than I was before the series started. I will say though, would you agree with that? I'm actually less hopeful really? because I think I think if if well, not in terms of how many games they're going to win, but I think it's in terms of winning the series. I think if they were going to win the series, they had to go get game one. I don't think so. That, I don't think so. Just looking I, at it, that's. I mean, look at the opportunity they had. They, we already talked about it today, Jack. You said it yourself. Mm-hmm. The Nets aren't going to play like that again. Like they missed a big opportunity to take a lead in the series to steal home court advantage. I mean, even we we will probably get to it later. We talked a little bit last time about fans. I mean, game three, they're not going to have a full house. It's game mm-hmm. four. They have to wait. Yeah. So really, they're home. They're they're kind of not getting any advantage for game three. Yeah, I just think that the defense, I, I was mostly concerned about the Celtics defense coming into the series. And so the fact that they were able to play solid defense has me more hopeful than the start of the series. I think the offense will come. Their offense hasn't been terrible for the majority of the season. It's actually been pretty decent. So if, if they can continue to play that level of defense, even if the Nets score, you know, say 115 instead of 104, which is 120 maybe even. I think if the Celtics turn their offense on, they can cook the Nets. I think they really missed an opportunity to cook the Nets defense because the Nets defense was solid, but it's not going to be able to stop Jason Tatum. We saw that in the first half. Tatum just stopped being aggressive in the second half, which I also don't understand. What happens to really Jason Tatum the ball. in the second half? But why, though, is my question. I don't even – like, my first instinct was to think, like, maybe Marcus was taking a lot of shots. Fournier didn't get the ball either. That was yeah, upsetting. Who, who's getting those looks? Kemba Walker got Kemba. all the looks. They kept trying to get him back into it, trying to get him back into it. Stop. Stop giving him the ball if he misses three in a row. Give it to Fournier. Give it to Tatum. You have other offensive options. Stop feeding the hand that's not making shots. Like, Jason Tatum was on fire in the first half, and then they just stopped giving him the basketball. That yeah, makes I mean, no he sense. He wasn't on fire that much. Like he, started he, was... three, he started three for three, and then he missed, what was he, like six of 18 and a half or something? Like, he's... He wasn't that incredible. He was all right. But he, he was the he best had player a, on the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah, he was. So how are you not going to give him the ball in the second half? No, I, I agree. I'm it. just saying he wasn't, like, amazing. I know. I know. But he was confident. He he was attacking the he rim. Was he was getting to his spots. And then in the second half, he was just kind of like, eh, it's okay. Let the other guys do it. No, Jason, you can't do that. You're They're the guy. There's nobody on the Nets team. There are work. times to defer to other people, but it's, like, not Not then. when... Not when <laughs> Not nobody when else is doing anything. So bad, no. And I, I looked into the numbers. Celtics shot 36.9% from the field. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. But I, lo- I looked at the games over the course of the season, and obviously this doesn't necessarily mean much because they're playing the Nets twice in a row. But uh, in games directly following a performance where they shot below 40% from the field, they always shoot 44% or better. They always bounce back. The Celtics always find a way to bounce back. Um, and they also failed to hit their three-point magic number. Uh, Sam, do you know what that magic number is? I'm serious. Trust me. Trust me. Do you know what that magic number is? Is it like 13 plus? No, no, no. Percentage. Oh, percentage? What's the magic number? It's like, um, is it 38%? 37. I was close. close. You were close. And the Celtics were close too. The Celtics shot... Celtics shot 36.7% from the field in that game. So it's not like they were that far off. But they didn't hit the magic number, Sam. Do you want to know why that magic number is key? When the Celtics shoot below 37% from three, they are 7-23 and 23 this season, in the regular season, including the play-in. When they shoot above 37 or better, they're 29-13. and 13. Just, it, that can't, like, that number is so significantly better than when they shoot below. Like, it's not like, oh, they're a few games better when they shoot better. No. Celtics don't make their threes. They don't win the game. 
and they didn't make their threes enough on Saturday. That's so. the problem, though. Like, yeah, exactly. And listen, they are playing the Nets, so it's a little bit of a different yes. story. But throughout yeah. the season, you should have no problem winning games. Well, I wouldn't say no problem, but you should be able to regularly win games with this team that you don't shoot the lights out. And that, that's been the reoccurring issue, why they're so inconsistent, because they were relying so much on their offense to win games. And some days you just don't have it. That's how the game works. And, and isn't it ironic whole... that it switched in game one? Like, oh, they relied on their defense, but they still didn't do it because the offense that was being so relied on couldn't show yeah. up. Like, that's just irony. It it's is so irony. Frustrating. It's frustrating because, like, I, I just feel like they missed a huge opportunity. And, like, I feel, I feel like that might screw them over. Like, I, I don't know if they're going to be able to steal a game in Brooklyn. Like, if if you really – because they have to do – if they want to win the series, they have to do that. They have to. Yeah. And I think that is probably going to be their best shot. What, tomorrow you're saying? No, Saturday. That oh. was their best yeah, shot. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you're going to get another chance like that. I don't know, man. You might not I even think... get that in Boston. But at the very least, they're not going to get one I mean, in Brooklyn, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that's having me hold out hope, and you can say this is like a biased thing because I'm a Celtics fan or whatever. Well, I'm biased, too. Is... Exactly. But, but I'm trying not to be. Yeah, the Nets didn't impress me as much as I thought they did, as I thought they would. Obviously, they made their shots. Obviously, they came out swinging, but they fell into the trap of Robert Williams. They came out slow. They they only started making shots in that third quarter when KD took over, which he can do. I'm not saying they can't do because they have a big three. But for a team that has all the pieces, they have all the stars, the fact that they haven't played together yet showed a little bit in that first half, and that gave me just a glimmer, just what a I glimpse you, of hope. What did I tell you and Tim? If I said if I'm gonna play if I want if I'm gonna play the Nets in the playoffs, I want to play them early. Yeah, and, and I that play that scares exactly why. And all, the problem is all those things you just said happened. They still won, so it doesn't matter. Yes, they're only going to get better. Yes, but they didn't play that good defense. Like most of Kemba's shots were open. Most of Jason Tatum's shot that he missed were open. It's just a matter of making them. And if the Celtics can make some of those shots, I think they can steal a game in Brooklyn. And I don't think I'm crazy for saying that. I, maybe it's a hot take, obviously, because the Nets are so heavily favored. But with the way the Celtics defended the big three, with the way Robert Williams played, and keep in mind, Robert Williams played like 22 minutes. Like, he didn't play big-time minutes. And I think if he, they want to win, he has to. And I know it's tough with that turf toe, but I think you bench Tristan Thompson for a little more, try to get Robert Williams to push through to steal a game in Brooklyn. And then if they don't steal this game in Brooklyn, you go back to 22 minutes and you try to take some in Boston. I think you have to play Rob 30 in Brooklyn. And I know that's tough on his toe. And I know he's in a low-key minutes restriction, whatever. If they want a chance, they got to play Rob 30. And they got to, you know, attack the Robert Williams pick and roll that the Nets can't defend. Excuse me. They need to put in Jabari Parker. Hell, I think Grant Williams could match up well against the Nets. I think Grant should get more minutes. <laughs> yes. Because it's never especially if they start the same group they started th- Saturday night with Blake, yeah. Blake Griffin at center, I mean, they should absolutely start Grant. Mm-hmm. That that's his time, Jack. You love small ball center Grant. Yeah. Fun fact: Blake Griffin perfect. didn't attempt a shot. I don't think Blake Griffin did not attempt a field he goal. Sucks in that game. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I I don't know. It's just it's really tough to try and think about what could happen when like they shut down the Nets and like they still lost. Like that's a problem, and that's not good. Like, yeah. They gave them a really good punch. And they still lost. Like, yeah, the offense wasn't good. But I think they can do it again. I mean, I hope you're right. I don't really know. It's hard for... 
it's hard for me to say. I don't know why I don't like committing to those things, like thinking they can do it again. <laughs> just because the what's on the other team is just so good. Like even in the first half when they were playing well, it was really hard to get comfortable because you know KD can take over a game. Like yeah. he, even I'm not even talking about the other two guys because I don't fear them as much. Um, just because I don't feel Harden as much. I fear I fear Kyrie. He makes the shots. He's he's big time. And I know kind of, like but I don't know. It's KD is just on a different level. Whether whether you you know fear Kyrie or not, KD is like at the same level as like having LeBron on the other team. Whereas yeah, you don't want you know you can't feel safe because that guy can just turn the game and like he yep. can get whatever he wants. And oh yeah, and, and it makes fair. it really hard when you're playing a guy like that to win when you're in this position. I mean, you like I like I said, you had your probably your best punch, and you lost. See, I don't think that was their best punch though. I think defensively, yes, and I think they can replicate it. But offensively, they were terrible. And as much as I'm Brooklyn was also bad. Yes. And, de- and the problem is, I mean, at the end of the day, they only allowed 104 points. But in the second half, what did Brooklyn have at the half? I want to say they had 46 points. 47. 47. So they allowed... 57 second half points which isn't a, a yep. massive amount but it yeah. felt like brooklyn was getting whatever they wanted at least in the third quarter they did <laughs> they had that one quarter where mm-hmm. they killed them celtics had the door wide open for them in the fourth quarter they couldn't get in the game which was yep. frustrating and um, i don't think that'll happen again though i think the celtics got that opportunity again i think they'll be smarter because i think brad stevens saw that and they took the wrong shots in a sense. Cause like you said, Evan Fournier didn't get looks like they should have drawn up plays and it's all hindsight, obviously, but in a seven game series, hindsight matters because you have an opportunity to try it again against the same team. And so I think if they go out there and play a similar style of defense and Robert Williams gets even more minutes, even bump him up to 24, 22 over 24, that's fine. You play Parker more, maybe over Thompson because Parker wasn't even that bad defensively. No, he wasn't. He was pretty good. They went at him, and he stood his ground. So I think you can put up even a similar defensive performance. I think even if you let up like 110, 115 at the most, I think the Celtics can come out there and score more than that. It's just a matter of if they can keep up that defensive efficiency, in my opinion, because I think the offense will come in the second game. I'm not worried about the offense as much. I'm more worried of can they do that on defense again? You know what I'm saying? Yes. No, and I, I understand that. And thinking about it to myself, I'm thinking to myself, well, Brooklyn really went 0 for 3 with their big guy, like stars having like a monster dominant game. Like, yeah, they got numbers, but they weren't super efficient. They weren't, yeah. Um, aside from the third quarter, like on fire, you know. But then I calm myself down. I think about it a little bit more. I'm like, well, Celtics are in the same boat. Tatum was garbage. Kemba was garbage. Fournier was garbage. Marcus Smart was probably their best player offensively. Yeah, not great. Which Robert is Williams fine for him. Too. Good for Marcus. Keep it up. But those Robert other guys Williams be on offense. We talk about Rob's defense. Rob needs the ball more on offense. And I'm not saying he needs the ball, but I'm saying they need to get him in spots to score. Because he yeah. had, what, what, 11 points on five of eight shooting. The Brooklyn can't stop his pick and roll. Like, they have nobody on that roster outside of maybe DeAndre Jordan, who is a matchup nightmare in switches, that can stop Robert Williams at the rim. You throw Peyton Pritchard, who Peyton Pritchard needs more minutes, too, and we'll talk about that in a second. 
they need to get more of those opportunities for Rob. Like Kemba running the pick and roll with Rob Williams is what the Celtics need. And Kemba was getting a lot of, okay, come off the pick, immediately shoot. Let the play develop a little bit because who's going to stop the roller? Even if the roller is Jabari Parker or Jason Tatum, who's going to stop the roller in the paint for Brooklyn? Kevin Durant's going to have to switch, and then that's a mismatch for Kemba. You know what I'm saying? Like, let the play develop instead of just chucking up these shots right off the screen. I don't mind the shoot off the screen for Kemba when he's playing well. Last last game Yesterday was not was a, a game no, where he should be playing <laughs> like that. But that yeah. that's like his shot. You know, like that is something he's done yes, forever. Yes. And when you're an NBA player like that, you have supreme confidence. I mean, he should have the green light on that, Jack. And I understand what you're saying. I, you know, you, you're absolutely right. They, sh- especially when you're struggling, and the other team's on a run, you should not be rushing shots. You should be making them play defense for as long yes. as you can, yes. and making them work for it. Yeah, and I, I really do feel maybe stupidly confident in the Celtics in game two. Like, I, I think I feel almost too confident, which is probably a problem because I'm going to get I'm probably crushed. trying to protect myself. <laughs> I'm the opposite. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm feeling okay going into game two, though, because I think if the Celtics can, even if they replicated the success they had early on, for one extra quarter, they win that game. You know what I'm saying? They had three terrible offensive quarters. Even if they can replicate some success for another quarter, I think they win. Um, and they just, they let things go defensively at the end there. Like Robert Williams was in the game, but everyone else just was kind of falling. I don't know. I, I think they'll play good. I, I want to talk about Peyton Pritchard a little bit. Um, Pritchard got less than seven minutes. He got 639 in that game, only attempted a shot. And I don't get why necessarily. I'm, I'm questioning, you know, Mr. Brad Stevens here because Kemba Walker was the only guard in the rotation. Um, realistically, I mean, well, Marcus Smart too, but, um, and if you'd like to count Fournier, but there was no guards off the bench. There, the, Pritchard was the only guard off the bench that got BT, and he got less than seven minutes uh, of playing time. And in in a game where you're struggling on offense, that really doesn't make much sense to me, especially because Pritchard's a good defender too. I don't know why he didn't play. Maybe it's right? just they were trying to keep like one of Kemba and Tatum in the game at once. I, I mean, but at all still, times. But still, dude, I I, like, I know I'm with, with you. I don't know. I'm trying to think just. Like, maybe they wanted Tatum to be the one bringing up the ball. Like, they wanted the ball in his hands. Like, yes, Pritchard can play off the ball. ball. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Pritchard doesn't need the ball. But then he's smaller. Like, but who cares? The Nets play small. Like, there's an answer to all these questions. And I'm not saying you, you're going to give me an answer I haven't heard of. I, this is more rhetorical. Like, Brad Stevens, what are you doing? Like, how are you not playing Peyton Pritchard in this series where it's a small ball team? You know, they play tons of guards. Yes, their their wings are tall necessarily with, like, Jeff Green and KD. But they're playing center half the time. Jeff Green's a center for them. So to not play Peyton Pritchard... When you're struggling so heavily on offense, I mean, KJ loves to bring it up all the time. He's the second highest three-point shooter efficiency-wise in franchise history, right? Like, how are you not playing him in a game where you need offense? He can run the pick and roll. He can defend. He can shoot threes. And he can get to the paint. And he's getting no minutes. And over him is Aaron Neesmith, who, I, I, I mean, he made a couple okay shots. But at least you, you can't play Kemba that long. And maybe that's not great, but he played 26 minutes, and that's not a lot for Kemba. But when Kemba's struggling that much, play Pritchard, right? Like, it's, I feel like it's simple. Like, I understand Kemba's a star, but if Kemba's shooting 5 of 16 from the field, and granted, two of those were in, what, the last 30 seconds where it didn't matter anymore, play Peyton Pritchard, right? I don't know. It, it, it's, it's just, 
I hope we see more of Pritchard in game two. And if we don't and they lose, I'm going to come right back to this and I'm going to say I told you so, even though you didn't fight me on it. But I'm going <laughs> to say I told you so anyways. Um, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, more props to Robert Williams. I mean, franchise record. That that was one of the best Celtics playoff performances I've seen in a while. Like he he was doing everything right. Like that that he was, was dominant. Yeah, they they <clears> couldn't <throat> come near him. Guys, <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> guys were afraid to shoot on him. You literally saw guys miss like really badly under the rim because he was around. Like if yeah. you play two K and you like see the intimidator badge, that was literally what it was in real life. Like if you want to see what like that is. There you go. Yeah, I agree. And um, I'm going to come at you with another hot take here, and I want your thoughts, right? I want you to come back at me. I want Luke Cornett <coughs> in game two. Um, like, where, though? Like, where do you want? Like, there are so many guys that you <laughs> over, can play instead of him. Over, Trist- over Tristan Thompson. Like yeah, Tristan like is tough defensively just, when he but, like just test it out when just he gets switched the on the perimeter. So would Cornette, and then Thompson in his defense, like I don't think he's terrific or anything, but he gave them really good energy, getting offensive rebounds. He had like five offensive rebounds. I mean, you're gonna need that. I just don't think yeah, there's room but- to give Cornette minutes. I. I think it might be worth a shot. And if he's, you know, knocked down from three and he's, I mean, he's yeah. a good shot blocker too. And, you know, I'm Cornette. just saying Tristan, Tom, I mean, sorry, Luke Cornette would be far and away the tallest player on the court. I mean, KD, obviously, but that's not his game. He won't guard Cornette is my point. Cornette would be a good six inches taller than most of the guys that would be guarding him. Maybe six is an exaggeration, but, and I know he's not built for the post game, but even if you get the ball into him in the post, right? He has it up above his head. Worst case, he does tries a couple of those little post moves, and if they don't work, you take him out of the game. Best case, the Nets try to send help because he's too tall for whoever's in the paint. He finds the guy, Nets get in rotation. I think it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I don't necessarily, like you said, it's probably tough to find minutes for him. Excuse me. With Tristan Thompson, because Tristan Thompson does bring the energy. But I don't think, in a game like that, and I think... In game two, Brad will probably experiment a little more based on what he saw in game one. I, I don't think it could hurt to test out some Luke Cornette minutes. Same thing with Gray Williams, but that's a different style of play. But I, I think Luke Cornette could be okay if he gets some minutes in game two. And hey, if he does play and he does succeed, I'm gonna I'm gonna come get my respect on the show next time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you think of the rotation overall in game one? Are you happy with Brad Stevens? Okay, I think I, I think was... Pritchard should have seen more time. Yes, I would have been interested to see Grant. At small ball five, mm-hmm. uh, there wasn't really anything that I was pissed about. I was shocked at Jabari. I was very surprised, pleasantly surprised. I, I was, was surprised, surprised, but like at the same time, if you really think about it, like he played really well against the Knicks in the last yeah. time he really played, so he earned the shot. Yeah, I, I mean, he's a like good I rebounder. Said, yes, pleasantly surprised. Um, I was very surprised at the the little no hesitation three he hit off a pass and he just yeah i was too yeah that I was crazy was really surprised i was hype but um i don't know if you caught this but uh in their post-game interview kevin durant i think it was one of them i, I was on nets pressers this week so i heard all they had to say um one of them said <laughs> one of them said that they got all of their momentum back after that Jabari three. They kind of went into the huddle and they were like, all right, let's just get our heads in the game. 
And then they did. I mean, ever since the Jabari three the tide kind of turned in favor of Brooklyn. So it, it, it's interesting to hear those three talk. Cause obviously I, I heard KD, I heard James Harden, I heard, you know, Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving made, made a comment about uh, the Celtics. I don't know yeah. if you caught that, but he, he basically one? said, he said Robert Williams played well. <laughs> I saw that. One. No, 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 no. He said, uh, Got to be careful around the Celtics. They always got that the luck of the Irish surrounding them, or some hey, some shit. Go fuck <laughs> yeah, always causing drama. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm blindly confident. Is that the word? Blindly confident for game two. Uh, I think the Celtics come out with a win. Maybe it's a hot take, but I would I like. I, I want you to be right, and I'm just yeah. trying to protect myself, man. I got my hopes up in the middle of the game on Saturday, and I regret it. Yeah, yeah, I think we all got our hopes up after that first quarter. I mean, the first quarter was electric. I was loving life after the first quarter. Well, I was I don't pumped. Know <laughs> I was like, oh, they're really going to fight. And I think I they will. I think we're going to get... I don't think they get blown out in any of these games. And I hope they don't. Clip this and ship it if they do. But I don't think they get blown out in any of these games, even if it's a sweep. I think they go down swinging in all four games. Uh, I- I'm looking forward to game two. I'm hyped. Is there anything you wanted to bring up uh, about this game uh, before we move on to a few other topics? Uh, I mean, I, I hope you're right. You know, I hope they come out and they mm-hmm. can play a consistent defensive game. It's just not something we've seen all season. However, they also haven't had chances to practice all season. And they're getting that now. Yes. So that's a positive. I hope they can keep it together. That's that's all I yep. really can, can say. Because offensively, I don't think there's any guarantees. Mm-hmm. I just think it's, yep. it's uh, a lot of variables there <laughs> offensively. I, Defensively, you can offense. control that. You can control how hard you play. Mm-hmm. Here's here's my bold prediction ahead of game two. Um, Jason Tatum, 35-plus. Kemba Walker hits 20. Uh, some solid contribution contribution from Fournier slash Smart, one of them. They hold the Nets to under 110 again, and they win the game. There is my, my hot take. Hold them. I don't I'm know. Tellin- hey. <laughs> I hope you're right. I'm saying it. I'm putting, I'm putting it out there. I'll happily be wrong. I'm putting I'm putting it out there. Um, next thing, uh, fans are back, Sam. I know you wrote something uh, for your work. I did. Uh, fan, I did. Fans are back at TD Garden. You want to give us a little inside scoop only there? Kind of, not inside only scoop, kind but, of uh, back. Almost back. Almost Friday. I, I still, like, somebody needs to really work on the governor. Like, uh, <laughs> like I'm Tristan serious. Tristan Thompson like, tried. It, Tristan Thompson called him out. Did he? <laughs> yeah, he did. He basically said... Uh, Governor, if you're listening, I know you are because you definitely got ESPN or something. We need fans back, man. Come on. He's so. right. No, he's absolutely right. <laughs> they lift restrictions yeah. May 29th. Game three is May 28th at 8 p.m. It's a four-hour difference. What? What is the difference? Why? Like, if <laughs> if you like, there is no harm in doing like making an exception to that. Absolutely none. I I really really hope like people keep pestering the governor. Because I just can't think of a good reason for him to say no. Seriously, like I don't know, man. I mean, we're we're lucky as it is as fans because they um, got three days or two days off between both games here. Yeah. So it could have yeah. been game two today, game three Wednesday, game four Friday, and you have zero games with the full house. Yeah. I'm I'm just hoping they come to play for the fans. Imagine like a stinker on the first game back where they're all there. I I mean I can't 
I don't even want to think about it. But uh, another Tristan Thompson quote, he, he brought it to his post-game interview today. I'm sure you saw this. It went not not viral. I but did. I probably know what big. you're talking about. <clears throat> Tristan Thompson was asked about being a Celtic this season and what it meant. Uh, I saw this, actually. A so quote. Uh, it's like history, pride. Uh, being a part of that is definitely an honor. Always loved playing in the garden. That was a big reason why I wanted to be a part of this team. We just need some fucking fans in the yeah, arena. Okay, that's what we need. Part. That's what yeah. I heard. So, <laughs> I heard yeah. the first part. Yeah, yeah. He, but he's, he's right. Just talked about it. it mm-hmm. I think this team, and this is for the regular season too, would have been significantly better with fans. I think there was a lot of times where they could have used it. It's not an excuse because everybody was playing without fans. You know, everybody, every team had the same situation. And I'm, I'm very excited. I really hope that they managed to get an exception for Friday. I, don't I haven't think they heard. Will. I haven't heard anything of them trying. Mm-hmm. I just don't see why not. Like there, you cannot yeah, give no. me a, a good reason why, if you're the governor, you don't do that, regardless of if you care or not about the game. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. Yeah, it's it's a I four mean... hour difference. <laughs> I mean, by the time the game's over and everyone's out of the arena, it'll probably be midnight, so you might as well send it. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to game four out of any game. Like I said earlier uh, a few minutes ago, I think game two At will that go surprisingly game, well. But people will have to wear masks. <laughs> yeah, of course. Masks of course. required. Uh, some people aren't having to wear masks in the vaccinated sections of some arenas, which is interesting. Like they put, in, I know in Madison Square Garden, they set up vaccinated sections where there's no masks uh, required, which is pretty cool, but... uh. We'll see moving forward. I'm sure. I'm hopeful that next season will be a uh, relatively normal season. Oh, it'll be. It'll be normal. Hey, <laughs> I'm hoping. That's what we said last Unless year. Unless they have like time, a, but, uh, a relapse, it'll be normal. God, knock on wood, dude. I can't. I can't imagine. I mean, pushing through that off season, uh, even with the, this podcast. I mean, re- you remember back in the days before the bubble was announced, we were just yeah, we were thirsty for content. Yeah, we had nothing. What the hell were we talking? <laughs> we were talking about like the stupidest shit. And one week I got like really pissed. I said, "Jack, like, why do we? Why are we talking about this?" Yeah, I remember we talked about uh, images started leaking about hotel food in the bubble. And that oh, was that's what it was. Podcast. That, that was when I got really <laughs> upset. Said, yeah, dude. look, look what we have to talk about. That's all we had, man. And I'm glad we got basketball again. But uh, yeah, and I mean that can be a segue into the latter half of our show where we talk about the NBA. Rather than just the Celtics, I don't know how much playoff basketball you've been keeping up with, but it's it's been great, man. I watched uh, I mean, the Milwaukee game. I watched mm-hmm. some of whatever the game after that was. I think it was. Don't tell me, it wasn't. It wasn't Portland. It was the Clippers game. Mm-hmm. Dallas, which the Clippers blew. Love it. Rondo Love played well. Mm-hmm. From what <laughs> I, from P, I baby. saw, he played well. Playoff P, always Celtics, coming up. <laughs> Did not watch the late game either night because I didn't care. I saw some of the Philadelphia game. Good game. That was I good. saw the Lakers lose, and I did not see the Nick game, but I, I know it was a really good game. Mm-hmm. Very good game. But yeah, I, I want to get into. <laughs> I want to get into some of them. Um, that Bucks Heat series, I'm super excited for. I know you said that was one of the games you watched. It was a good I, game. I mean, talk about the talk about a way to to lose. basketball. Giannis sold. Yes. He he was bad. Like he Giannis legitimately was not good down the stretch. He missed a bunny. He missed three out of his four free throws. Got a 10 second violation on the line, which he should get more often, but they don't call it. Yeah. I mean, Middleton saved him. Does that make you more confident as a Bucks fan, though, to say, okay, these guys played so well, then we still won. 
right? Does that make you more confident? I mean, in the Bucks? Yeah, yeah, but that that's the same stance I've been taking for the Celtics too. Like, yeah, you know, in terms yeah. of Brooklyn, like it's the same deal. Mm-hmm. Except the offense wasn't very good, but mm-hmm. Miami made what fifteen more threes than Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a lot. Milwaukee shot. Let's see, they shot twenty of fifty from three, uh, and Milwaukee shot five of thirty-one. So what? What a difference there! <laughs> and they still won the game. They still <laughs> got the job done, which I mean, that's all that matters, I guess. Imagine the Celtics winning a game like that where they make only five threes. <laughs> could never be me could never be the celtics never 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 but uh yeah shout out to mike budenholzer for not playing uh useless players when it matters jeff t getting zero minutes unfortunate for demarco uh, out there in milwaukee but <laughs> i mean hey the heat deserved to lose they wore the yellow jerseys those things are terrible like hey you're gonna wear those you're gonna lose the game well that's that's nike man it's i'm happy the celtics i i think the celtics have a commitment to traditional playoff jerseys they were they'll wear the black ones too but you want me to go on locker vision right now and try to spoil your no i don't want to spoil i don't want i'm gonna go i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it right now anyways they're gonna be wearing (laughs) let's see brooklyn will probably wear tuesday those the they're wearing the home whites no brooklyn's wearing city and uh celtics are also wearing city or are they wearing the Earth Day jerseys? No, the Celtics are committed to the traditional. They're wearing Icon again. Yeah, see, I'm telling you. I think, I honestly think there's definitely a limit or, or uh, like a, what do they, they call it? Like a hit, threshold they have to hit a certain amount of times wearing the jersey. So they get and it out I, of the way in the regular season. And I think that's why they do it so much in the regular season. Because now smart. they don't have to wear them. It's pretty smart, man, if you think about it. I spent the whole season complaining. I mean, it's not smart if you finish 500, which was an unfortunate way for the season to go. But <laughs> they are committed. They, I, I mean, Celtics are. <laughs> I mean, it, so help me God, if they show up to the Garden and they don't wear the home whites, <laughs> <laughs> they've got it. There's no. Sh- I mean, I, they're probably gonna wear a banner. I'm. My guess is for games three and four, they will wear the banner whites and then the home whites in some order. I think they'll. That'll mess not around. be good. I, and I mean, speaking. That's of an issue. Committed to a plan. Speaking of that, Clippers are clowns. I mean, you lose to get the Mavericks in the first round, then you drop game one. They look like absolute clowns right now, right? I think like, they lost on. to not get the Lakers, not. Exactly. Uh, I don't care, but they lost to try to get this matchup so they could wait and play the Lakers in the conference finals. And you come out and you lose to Luka, who obviously played super well. But, I mean, the Clippers are much better than that Mavericks team, and they still blew it, right? That like, That's that's not okay. You can't drop game one when you did so much to get there. Yeah, but, like, it is one game. I don't know, man. Clippers did not look good. They did not look good at all. Um, shout out the Suns beating the Lakers. I know you were probably Chris hyped. Paul with a shoulder injury, <laughs> and they still didn't even come close. Yeah, I mean, they kept DeAndre him at like Aiden. ten points the whole the whole game. Yeah, I mean DeAndre Aiden killed it. LeBron took him. a shot. Poor guy. I don't know how he still, <laughs> you know, got him played the rest of the game. What a clown. He, he's turning up the heat. He's an it's asshole. Because I, I think our, our our buddy Tim Tim Shields, um, go follow him on Twitter. Uh, brought it up in the group chat earlier. It was like LeBron's getting older, so he's turning up the the tomfoolery or whatever, the flopping to make up for it. He's a clown. Yeah, he's they need to they need to put him in check. They should have suspended him after the COVID thing. I yeah, mean, they need to stop being soft. Yeah, the hell is this? About? Um. <laughs> Uh, the Trey Young game, I don't know if you saw the clip of him shushing Madison Square Garden. That was yeah, I think, if did. you ask me. I mean, I, I was complaining that last quarter. 
because uh, Trey Young was on his on his bullshit where he was just drawing fouls. Um, which I mean, I, I I still stand by the statement that it's less Trey Young's fault and more the NBA's rules fault. Like if the oh, rules it is in place, you know what I'm saying? Like why they not need do to it? make it so they can't do that? I agree, but um, hey, he made the clutch shot. He shushed Madison Square Garden. He did his ice tray celebration. Oh my god! Stuff. They just released a statement about LeBron, like saying why they didn't suspend him. Oh really? <clears throat> yeah. To clarify any. Remaining misconception, LeBron James briefly attended an outdoor event last week where participants were required to be vaccinated or return a negative test result. Under these circumstances and in consolation with medical experts, it was determined that his attendance did not create risks related to the spread of COVID-19 and therefore no quarantine was necessary. Over the course of the season, there have been numerous similar violations of the league's health and safety protocols, which were addressed with the players team in a similar fashion. Clowns. Absolute clowns. They're they just, I mean, fr- from a business perspective, yeah, it sucked to suspend him. But from a, you know, perspective of getting respect of humanity, like, come on, dude. You, you can't do that. Like, that's tragic. Yeah, he's but, the worst. And you see Lakers fans were trying to get DeAndre Aiden suspended, too. And I put out a tweet and I got some couple, uh, couple pissed off Lakers fans in my mentions. Good. I'm glad you ruined their days if you did. <laughs> yeah, I, I just called a bunch of names, but... Uh, Hey, I mean, it's facts. Whatever. Um, shout out the Wizards. Wizards almost pulled off some upset. Ben Simmons is god-awful. Uh, I mean, it's really, you really throw in the game. You know what he shot from the free throw line, Sam? No, I didn't I didn't get to see a lot of it. 0 for 6. Yeah, he's horrible. <laughs> <From the> th- <laughs> he's a clown. Uh, Tobias Harris, though, I mean, he played out of his he mind. He played well. And Bede Super played all right. I mean... As much as Simmons didn't score well, he put up six points, 15 rebounds, 15 assists. So uh, he did other things, I suppose. I think if they don't at least make the conference finals, he's gone. (laughs) Simmons? Yeah, I think because he has value and he just doesn't work there. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he's obviously not contributing to winning. He mm-hmm. does. He plays good defense and stuff, but like so do other players. Like, I mean, they they have by far the easiest path to the conference finals, though. Yeah, by literally, far. like it's a cakewalk if they don't make it. Yeah. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I hope the Knicks or the Hawks take it away. Imagine that. It's crazy that either the Knicks or the Hawks will be in the conference. I mean, the second round of the playoffs this year. That's wild. Yeah, it's kind of not good for but, the um, league. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Blazers taking down the Nuggets. Any surprise there for you? Or is it just kind of like eh? Well, Denver, I, I don't put any weight into Denver just because, of, you know, Jamal. they don't have Jamal Murray. And even yeah. then, I don't think they're that great. They're all right. They're a good team. They're solid. But they're no, they're, they, no, they're not as good as Utah. And Utah yes. is in the same boat as not really having a dominant player. Yes, Jokic is a star. Like, I'm not discounting that. But they don't have a, a like Take we talked one. about earlier, where it was KD, LeBron type guy, Kawhi Leonard. You know, I only put him in there because he literally carried the Raptors to a title. Yeah, type guy on their team that like you worry about. They neither of those teams has that second seed in the West. Yep. I mean, Phoenix doesn't really have that, but they have enough. Like, yeah, they do. I no, think no, Devin Booker's there. He's not on that level, but they have enough. Huh? No, no, they have enough guys that are close to that level. Okay. To be, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying he's not yeah. there at all, but he's not you, on that level. He they have but enough. They have- the combination of pieces. To it, it's like the Celtics last year where they don't have exactly one guy, but they have three guys that are pretty close. Mm-hmm. 
So do you want me to tell you how down bad the Nuggets are right now? Because I know everyone talks about the Jamal Murray injury. They're well, also they missing also Will, 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 Barton. Will Barton and P.J. Dozier's out. Yeah. So I know that doesn't seem like much. You know who they played for almost 20 minutes in this Camp game? Is, match up with the guards? Camp Zano, whatever the hell the guy's name is, the Argentinian no. guy. No, he played 31 minutes, Sam. So that's not even what I'm referencing. They played uh, Marcus Howard for 20 minutes. I don't even know who that is. I don't know who that <laughs> exactly. is. Exactly. Do you want to know why? Because he's a two-way player. They played a two-way player for 20 minutes. That's how damn bad the yeah. Nuggets are this series. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, Nikola Jokic. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, and lastly, shout out the Grizzlies. I mean, that's crazy. Like, that. that's what I'm excited for. It's not for that, that crazy. Donovan Mitchell didn't play. <laughs> I don't care. He's Jazz, literally, like, the only dominant player they have on that team. Like, I know, even but, close. But and, regardless, like, they should have won that game. But they should have won that game regardless. I don't know. Memphis isn't that bad of a team. Yeah, and, but they're not. And the aside Jazz. from Donovan Mitchell, Utah's not that good of a team. It goes both ways. Like it's, I'm not no, shocked. I wouldn't say that. I mean, the, the Utah. Jazz so if Donovan Mitchell pretty... doesn't play at all in the series, I know he's he's gonna play. That this is a hypothetical. You're, you're telling me you don't think the Grizzlies are gonna win? No, if Don, if the Jazz think... still convincingly win that series. If Donovan convincingly win that series, yeah. though, Donovan Mitchell. Yes. I don't think what don't Donovan think so. Mitchell isn't that whole team. I mean, yes, he's their best. I, I would he's, probably. Be their he's their team. only. He's their only really solid. I, I don't want to say it like this, but because like, Clarkson is good off the bench, and so is so are other guys. But like, he's really the only guy that's like going to get you um, like like points. You can just give him the ball and rely on it. It's like it but reminds they me of have to play like that. Is my point. I think they're so good of a team they shouldn't have to play like yeah, that. Against playoffs. The that's how it works. It's different. I I guess so, and I guess you could say that's why they've crumbled in years past. So yeah, like it reminds me of the Pacers when they had Oladipo. Remember yeah. when uh, they were the four seed and then he got hurt and they played the Celtics? Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> it's like the same thing to me. Okay. Even though Utah I, I is a should. better version of that team, but it's very similar. I think the real issue for Utah is, and I'm not going to take credit for the statement. I forget where I heard it. I think it was uh, uh, through the Wire podcast where I heard it maybe, or maybe it was uh, King of the Fourth Quarter. He did some podcasts. I listen to him all the time. Um, Utah Jazz take a ton of threes and they make a ton of threes, right? That's been their whole shtick all season. They shot 25% from deep and shout out to Dylan Brooks for some great defense. Shout out to the Grizzlies, but you're not going to win games playing like that. And I think I'll give you credit. If you play like that in the playoffs and it doesn't work and you don't have a backup plan like they have in Donovan Mitchell, it w- they will crumble. Regardless, they should have won this well, that, game. That's you can't shoot saying, that yeah. bad, but you can't shoot that bad regardless. And so also, I think the Jazz should still win the game. Donovan Mitchell is their offensive initiator. So he... Okay. The Utah Jazz are a good three-point shooting team. Yes, that's absolutely true. However, they probably get better looks and make more threes when he's playing because teams have to focus on him. When you don't have that, I mean, you see it when the Celtics lose a guy like Jalen Brown or one of their players doesn't play. It's easier to defend. Or look at the Warriors where, you know, Steph Curry, he gets all that attention. And those guys are able to like that team was able to compete with the Lakers and really should have won that game because he gets so much attention. Those other guys get wide open looks. Donovan Mitchell's not Steph Curry, but he has he has the focus of the defense. Like if you're the defense on Memphis, who do you have to focus on? No one really, just everyone all at once. John Morant. No, no, no. If you're Memphis, if you're Memphis oh, oh. defending yeah, okay. them, I'll give you who that. do you yeah, have yeah. to really focus on? Like, you don't have to overcommit <laughs> to anything. I will say, though, 
I will say, I'll give you credit. I think the Jazz would probably, I think they should still win the series regardless, but they will have a much easier time with Donovan Mitchell back. I'm curious to see how well the Grizzlies play the Jazz when Mitchell does play. Because Dylan you, Brooks Memphis is only won by three. <laughs> yes. Now, I didn't yes. watch the game. I don't know if it was, you know, more of a blowout than that towards the no, end. No, it was very close. It was, I, close. It was close. It was a good game. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, they, it's not like they blew him out anyways. I yeah. mean, when you got, when I think you sent it today to all of us and you said, how about the Grizzlies? I was like, oh, like, I'm not surprised that they won. But then, like, the, I thought about it. I was like, oh, did they blow them out? Is that why he's bringing it up? Like, I mean, they didn't have Donovan Mitchell, so I, I still don't think it's a big deal that they won. I think it is. I, I But, hey, di- different opinion there. Um, I want to end the show on a sort of Celtics conspiracy theory con- uh, concerning Donovan Mitchell. Talk about Donovan Mitchell? Yeah. Yeah, of course I am. Um, there's some issues there, Sam, and I've got a source, uh, Sam Sheehan, uh, NBA. Uh, yeah, I mean, Sam Sheehan, he's a, <clears throat> excuse me, NBA reporter. He's gotten flame for it, but he, he has sources. He talks to people on the team. Like he, he's a guy, um, he, he's pretty fine. He goes in speaking with the source close to the situation. It's clear. Mitchell has lost the locker room. There's a Rudy camp and there's Mitchell a Mitchell. Has, camp. Has there's has a, Rudy, the let, me <laughs> let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm just, I'm just. I'm not. I'm yeah. not cutting you off. I just there's wow. a there's a a Rudy camp and a Mitchell camp, and the latter is one guy. As in, it's just Mitchell in the Mitchell camp. I, I take from that. The Jazz really? players are. Let me. Yeah, yeah. The Jazz players are smart. They know who sets records in Raptor DPRM, which I assume is just some defensive stat that I don't even know, and the like. One more. One's just more valuable. It's a dynamic that, and this is not a quote anymore. It's this it, is him explaining. It's a dynamic that has been bubbling up over the last few years, and now this is a quote <clears throat> from a source in the locker room. Teammates thought Donovan was their best player for a long time. Then they get a chance to see these graphs and record-setting DEPM from dunks and threes, and they feel betrayed, like Mitchell stole the valor. Uh, I spoke to a Jazz rotation player on the condition on anonymity, and he states that the team he thinks the team might be better with Mitchell on the bench. Donovan is trying to score to get on Sports Center. With him out, Rudy can really cook and be the defensive rating swing champ we all know he is. Jack, so. like, are, are you sure that's <laughs> I, not like a joke tweet? I am one thousand percent sure. I'm uh, not like that. Literally, sounds like something the the Barry McCockner guy would tweet out. Not a joke like, tweet. Or, or like, are you sure like the source isn't Rudy Gobert? No, I. This is. <laughs> are you sure I, I like it's not him saying team. that? Like, no, wow, people are like, damn, problem. Rudy Gobert can really cook. Yeah, with his eleven points that he scored yesterday, I, he really. I am cooked. being completely. I'm, this serious. is not me coming at you. It's just like know, what I'm hearing. And I know you just sent the twenty ten. Get the fuck out of here. That's too late. I, I know you just sent the tweet, but like, come on, nobody really thinks that, do they? I mean, I understand the the point about scoring so you can get in sports center. I think there's a lot of players that think like that. So if he's one of them, that's a bad look. But so Rudy Gobert can cook. <laughs> cook what? He had 11 okay. points know, yesterday. Man. Donovan Mitchell being there scoring doesn't impact his defensive presence. That doesn't make any sense. Hey. Maybe this guy's fake. I read it. It's going fairly viral. I I don't. This isn't the type of guy who would make a joke tweet. If his sources are wrong, that's one thing. I don't. I, I, it's just very weird. I know Donovan Mitchell was also pissed that he didn't play. Right? You know that. Um. Oh wait. I told Is you t- it was satire. There's what? no way that that's not satire, Jack. 
bro, how is this his satire account? It's not like it just looks like a real account. Jack, look at what you just read to me. What is Raptor DRPM? Nobody knows that. You think those guys in the locker room are saying, oh, man, like, wow, look at that defensive stat that no one knows exists. I guess I got bait. You want to know why I got baited? Because he's, like, (laughs) responding to all these comments. I'm so. (laughs) It's a bit. All right. I guess I got. Of course it's a bit. I guess I got clowned. I mean, it didn't look, uh, I don't know. Okay, I guess I got clowned. Whatever, I'll take the L. I don't know, man. I, I will say, though, it wouldn't... Su- it's, like, I'm it glad w- you brought him because it is funny. <laughs> All right, whatever. I, I will say that Donovan Mitchell was pissed after not playing. You saw that, though, right? That he was pissed yeah, with the trainers. Yeah, and they were all pissed that he didn't play. Yeah. All right, well, I got baited. You heard it live on Pro Raptors, <laughs> I suppose. Uh, but I don't know. Hey, he got me. Fair enough. I, I am interested it's, to see... No, I'm Donovan not laughing Mitchell. at you. I, mean, I just, like... <laughs> I yeah, was I like know. so certain, and you were like, "No, I, you I, had me he convinced." I was like, me. "Really?" Hey, he convinced me, so I convinced you. But uh, I was like, yeah. "I was like, who said that, Rudy Gobert?" <laughs> hey, I mean, he got me. <laughs> I'm responding in the group chat. I mean, hey, whatever. Uh, I'm curious to see how the Donovan Mitchell situation plays out, though, because it seems like he's pissed with the with the team as a whole in general, though. Right? Like, I mean, why would they not play him in game one? There, there does seem to be turmoil. <clears throat> from, from everything I've seen today, the guys were pissed that he didn't play. Like, like there, was, there was definitely turmoil there. Yeah. I, I want to see how it, you know, breaks down for game two. I'm curious to see if the Grizzlies can actually fight with Donovan Mitchell in the game. Do you think they stand any chance? Well, I think they have a chance, but I just don't think... I think it's a game changer. I mean, I think it was really even that, you know, when they were playing without him. Like, I think the series is more even when he's not playing. Now I think it's it's more lopsided. This is the team that was the best team in the league for a while this year. They're at full strength. All right. I'm curious to see how this plays out. I'm going to double down on my statement earlier uh, in the pod. I remember the facts. Tatum 35, Kemba 20 points, okay. holding the Nets to below 110. Celtics win game two. Um, <laughs> Sam's still clowning me for the take. I, I got caught. I'm not going to. I'm not, gonna I, I'm not like really making fun of you. It just matters. <laughs> hey, hey. I mean, hey, he, he completely happens. got me. So <laughs> shout out to him. The I thing remember that I'm laughing about is like when you said, like, I'm going to stick to my take. I was like, does he? <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, my, you know, the Barry, Barry McCockner guy you he's, brought up, my he's brother. He's got the freaking the Skip Bayless <laughs> when he said, yeah, uh, exactly. Man, titties. That's what happened. <laughs> um, my brother sent me a tweet. He was like, Deshaun Watson just got traded to the Bears. And it was, I was like, Henry, where are you seeing that? He goes, uh, It's a source. And it was just Barry McCockner. I'm like, No, you did not get baited by McCockner. But, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I- I'm excited for the rest of the NBA playoffs. They've shaped up pretty well. Hopefully, I don't get got any more fake viral tweets but we shall see um <laughs> thank you guys so much just for sending them in <laughs> he's just roasting me um <laughs> thank you so much for listening to from the raptors uh check out all the stuff in bannertown usa uh check out all our work everywhere i'll be writing for the hornets more this offseason covering some draft stuff for them so go check that out on at the hive uh thank you guys for tuning in and sam per usual wrap us up yes thank you very much for listening slash watching on youtube If you're watching on YouTube, like, share, subscribe. Make sure you come back for all the pods.
Um, appreciate your viewership. If you're listening, subscribe or follow whatever your app allows for you to do. You can follow Jack at Jack Simone NBA. You can follow Bannertown at Bannertown USA. Check us out on the pregame on Guy Boston Sports YouTube and Twitter. For some reason, we still have Twitter going, even though Periscope was supposed to end like two months ago. <laughs> and yeah. also Facebook. And then, uh, yeah, you can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. That's our show for today. Bye.